This diary belongs to Nikki J. Maxwell. Private and confidential. If found, please return to me for reward. No snooping allowed. Rachel Renee Russell presents the Dork Diaries podcast. Brought to you by Simon & Schuster Audio. Episode 14, Tuesday, October 8th. Today, I stayed home from school with a cold and just lounged in bed all day and drank lemon tea. After my dad picked me up from school yesterday, I started thinking that maybe I had overreacted. Watching my painting being smashed into a zillion pieces had been pretty traumatic but it was mainly Mackenzie who was making my life miserable. Maybe WCD wasn't such a horrible place. Maybe if I tried talking to Chloe and Zoe, we could go back to being friends again. Maybe Brandon hadn't written me off as a total loser. So yesterday, I called the library desk during fifth hour to talk to Chloe and Zoe. Plus, I was a teensy bit curious about how Mackenzie's art project had turned out. Okay, I admit, I was dying to know. Library front desk, Zoe speaking. Hello? Then I heard Chloe's muffled voice in the background. OMG, it's her. Just say you can't talk right now because we're really busy. We don't have time to waste. Um... What's up, Nikki? Brandon told us everything that happened. Actually, he's right here now. Too bad about your art project. Yeah, I know. So, what are the three of you... Listen, Nikki, I really have to hang up now. We're really busy with, um, a project. Chloe and Brandon said hi. Wait, Zoe, I just wanted to... Sorry, gotta go. See you tomorrow. Bye. Click. After that conversation, there was no doubt in my mind that Chloe, Zoe, and Brandon practically hated me. So there wasn't really anything left to do but make plans to transfer to a new school and have a really good cry, which is what I've been doing on and off for the past 24 hours. The only good thing that's come out of all of this is that my parents have been so worried about my emotional state they finally agreed to let me transfer to the nearby public school. I thanked my dad for arranging the scholarship and all, but I told him it just hadn't worked out. Surprisingly, mom and dad also took the news about their anniversary painting being destroyed really well. Phew! I even promised I would paint them a new one, although Brianna insisted that she wanted to do it instead. Don't worry, mom and dad. I'm almost done making you a brand new anniversary present, and it's way better than Nikki's dumb old painting. But I had a really bad feeling about Brianna's art project. When I asked her if she had used finger paints or crayons, she said, Nope, a black permanent marker, and I drew it over the couch in the exact same spot where your painting was hanging. 
Brianna said her drawing was called The Maxwell Family Visits Princess Sugar Plum on Baby Unicorn Island. When mom saw Brianna's wall mural, she just about fainted. And then Brianna tried to get out of it by blaming Miss Penelope. It was kind of nice to laugh again after feeling so hopelessly depressed. Wednesday, October 9th. My parents and I drove over to WCD 45 minutes early so we could get everything taken care of before the students started arriving. As mom and dad sat in the office chatting with the secretary and completing the school transfer paperwork, I couldn't help noticing the colorful displays off the main entryway for the art competition. No matter how much I tried to convince myself I didn't care, I just had to know if Mackenzie had won. It was like I was obsessed or something. If I hurried, I could stop by the art competition for a few minutes and still have time to clean out my locker, get back to the office, and be out of the building before anyone spotted me. I said to my parents, Well, I better get going. I grabbed the empty cardboard box I had brought to carry the junk from my locker and headed down the hall. The art exhibit was set up in the large student lounge near the cafeteria and was divided by grades. I hurried past the 6th and 7th grade displays to the 8th grade section. There were about 24 entries, and I immediately noticed Mackenzie's. Like everything she did, it was big, bold, and over the top. She had painted seven life-size mannequins dressed in her Fab Forever fashions on six-foot-tall panels. I had to admit, she was actually a pretty good fashion illustrator. But the strange thing was that I didn't see her first-place award. Mm -hmm. Although, knowing Mackenzie, she probably had already taken it home so her parents could have it bronzed to match her baby shoes. Then again, maybe not. I was surprised to see the blue ribbon was hanging on the very last display. I couldn't help pitying the poor artist who would have to put up with the drama over Mackenzie's very public and humiliating defeat. The winning display was a series of 16 8x10 close-up black-and-white photographs of inked artwork. When I read the title, and the artist's name, I totally freaked out. It was my tattoo artwork. I immediately recognized my drawings on Zoe's shoulder, Chloe's arm, Tyler's neck, Sophia's ankle, Matt's wrist, and on and on. So this must have been the project Chloe, Zoe, and Brandon were working on when they said they were too busy to talk to me on the telephone Monday afternoon. Slowly but surely, the reality of the situation started to sink in. I was like, OMG, I won first place in avant-garde art? First place and $750? Thanks to Chloe, Zoe, and Brandon, they must have cooked up this elaborate scheme after my painting got destroyed. And that awesome display with my name on it had probably taken hours to complete. I was so wrong about them. They were the best friends ever. Aww. 
and more than a dozen other kids had volunteered to be photographed. All of this totally blew my mind. Maybe WCD was not such a horrible place after all. I actually had real friends here. And of course, it didn't hurt that I was now rich, rich, rich beyond my wildest dreams. I hurried back to the office in a daze and burst inside. Mom, Dad, I've changed my mind. I want to stay. They both looked surprised. My mom said, Honey, are you okay? Actually, Mom, I'm great. I've changed my mind. I want to stay. Please. My dad said, Well, it's up to you. Are you sure? He put down his pen. I'm sure. I'm really sure. The secretary gathered the papers from my dad, ripped them in half, and tossed them into the wastebasket. She beamed. This is great news. And congratulations on your first place in the art show. You're coming to the reception for the winners this Saturday, right? They'll be giving out the cash awards, and the catered dinner is fabulous. My parents looked totally confused. Mom said, I thought you said you didn't enter the art. I quickly interrupted her. Listen, I'll explain all of this later. Like, don't you both have somewhere to be? I smiled and waved goodbye to them, hoping they would take the hint and get lost. Mom kissed my forehead. Mm. Okay, hon. We're glad you've decided to hang in there. Yeah, and you can thank Maxwell's extermination for hooking you up. He winked. I knew it would work out for you here if you just gave it a chance. Well, I gotta go. Oh, here, Dad. I tossed him the cardboard box. Can you get rid of this for me? I turned and rushed out of the office. Students were starting to fill up the halls, and a few actually congratulated me. As I made my way back to my locker, I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but I was ready and willing to deal with it. The graffiti had been cleaned up, thank goodness. But there was something new on my locker, a note that said, Nikki, please meet us in the janitor's closet ASAP. It's very, very important. Chloe and Zoe. I knocked on the door of the janitor's closet and then peeked inside. Chloe and Zoe were sitting on the floor in a corner and looking pretty sad. I felt kind of sorry for them. Chloe said, Nikki, we owe you an apology for the way we acted. We got really carried away with all of the tattoo and book stuff, and that wasn't fair to you. Zoe said, Yeah. And we learned who our real friends are, too. The CCPs wanted to hang out with us as long as you were doing the tattoos. What a bunch of phonies. I said, Actually, I kind of figured that out, too. That angry mob of cheerleaders was too scary. I shuddered at the memory. Chloe said, Listen, please don't be mad, Nikki, but we have a confession to make. We kind of did something behind your back. Zoe cleared her throat. Ahem. <clears throat> well, after we heard about the accident with your painting, we rounded up the kids with your best tattoo artwork, and Brandon took pictures of them during lunch. Then he printed out the photographs on the computer in the newspaper office. Mrs. Peach let the three of us work on your entry the entire afternoon in the library. We called it 
the student body. Chloe blinked back tears. And you'll never guess what happened. I won. You, you won! won! Zoe was surprised. Wait, you knew? Yeah, I just found out a few minutes ago. Chloe said, We know we shouldn't have done it without asking you first, but there wasn't time. You're not mad at us, are you? She gave me jazz hands to try to lighten the mood. I said, I am. I'm very angry. Chloe and Zoe both hung their heads and stared at the floor. Zoe muttered, We're sorry, Nikki. We were just trying to help. You're supposed to be my friends. How could you two do this to me? I'm so ticked. I would have given anything to have seen the look on Mackenzie's face when she lost. I was trying so hard not to laugh that I was starting to snort. At first, both girls blinked and looked bewildered. Then slowly, smiles spread across their faces until they were grinning from ear to ear. Chloe giggled. OMG, Nikki, you should have seen her. When they announced you as the winner, she went into shock. Zoe snickered. It was hilarious. Mackenzie threw a hissy fit right there in front of the judges. Pretty soon, we were laughing and joking in the janitor's closet, just like old times. I said, uh-oh, I think I just heard the first bell. Let's get out of here before we start smelling like a mildewy mop. Chloe and Zoe opened the door and then stood there, waiting for me to leave first. Talent before? Brains! Zoe winked and then gave me the stink eye. Talent before? Beauty! Chloe grinned and then gave me jazz hands. Hey, girlfriends, I see the talent. But other than me, there's definitely no brains or beauty in here. That's when Chloe and Zoe both socked me on my arm. Ow! <laughs> I giggled. Hey, that hurt. Hi, this is Nikki. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll come back soon for the next installment in the Dork Diaries Tales from a Not-So-Fabulous Life podcast. And don't forget... The entire Dork Diaries series is available right now, wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Read or listen to them today.